Welcome to the Give Back Economy, a podcast about social innovation and social enterprise. Now with your host, Peter Miller. Welcome, and today we go to a topic that's very interesting to me is digital security. And we're going to talk to Jeffrey Fledger and Kyle Rose. So welcome, gentlemen, and thank you for coming this afternoon. Thank you, Peter, for having us. We're delighted to be here. Okay, so let's start with your academic background. Kyle, where did you go to school? Yes, Peter. So um, I've kind of been a journeyman. I went to Trinity Western University in Langley, B.C., then um, St. College in Windsor, Ontario, and then I finally finished up with my degree at York University here in Toronto. So uh, three different post-secondary schools and three different certificates. Okay, Jeffrey, where did you go to school? I was a bachelor's graduate from New York University. I received my master's from George Washington University. And upon coming up here to, to Canada from the United States, I received um, a degree, post-secondary certificates in FinTech, as well as project management from Seneca College, but also more experience in um, York University's programs uh, from the School of Continuing Education on cybersecurity, the fundamentals and the advanced courses. I'm in preparation of taking my CISSP uh, certification exam. What does that stand for? Oh, um, uh, let's see, uh, Computer Integration Security Systems Professional. Wow, that's quite a title. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's sort of the mainstay stamp that people have in, in the field that say, yes, I'm not a fraud, I'm not a fake, I know what I'm talking about. Okay, so let's talk about your work experience. Kyle, where did you work? So in relating to cybersecurity, I started the online movement Blockers of Scams. Uh, was doing really well for ourselves, um, you know, helping identify fraud and scams, particularly on social media, um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and e-commerce platforms like Amazon and Kijiji. So that um, off towards um, the end of my, I guess, last year of university. Um, I also do internships I've done with Rogers TV and um, CBC. Uh, my, my background really is in media. So I went to school for journalism, media and communication. So freelance, I've kind of worked all over, but as far as fraud uh, and cybersecurity, really just helping to identify this stuff on social media. And it's been fun so far. And Jeffrey, where did you work? Uh, I had a 26-plus year working at Verizon Communications in the United States. I was the database team lead uh, for the Verizon Federal Systems line of business, uh, ERP, uh, which is the Enterprise Resource Planning Group. Basically, that's the financial books for them. So we had to deal with network security and application security as a mainstay of ensuring that that data was safe and secure so we could accurately report it to the United States government. So how so, did you two to get together? Actually, it was interesting. It goes back to uh, my first degree program at Seneca College, uh, the FinTech. That's 
where I, I was initially introduced to the Helix uh, Entrepreneur Incubator Program and developed the first ideas of uh, cyber AI coming out to actually work on privileged access credential abuse that happens in banking and financial services companies that are out there. That's a huge problem. Kyle came on board with Helix. Well, Kyle, why don't you talk to us about that? Yeah, I uh, start. I came on board with Helix around October of 2019. Uh, Jeff and Suzanne were also, of course, a part of Helix. At that time, we were separate. I did notice them in the crowd, though. I, I recognized the American accents. So before we even got introduced, um, you know, I kind of who they were. We were part of separate different groups and coaching, but um, it's, it all started at Helix. Uh, great program and. So we kind of joined ideas and, you know, kind of brainstormed and talked, networked, and kind of figured out what of us were doing, and uh, we thought it was a great fit. Okay. We, uh, we have to attribute, I, I think the thing to do is to attribute a lot of the success of Kyle and I getting together to our coach, uh, Shelly Markell, and, and yes. uh, Kate, uh, who was involved in, in making this all happen. There was a... a Let's, let's just say a meeting of the minds that said, hey, th these two could potentially work well together. Kyle had an idea and a vision that they developed into a minimum viable product. Um, my wife, Suzanne, and I became involved with the company. We've now helped to move it to the next level where we actually have a commercially available product with our Scamblocks Plus. Um, and we've upgraded it and are looking to continue to upgrade it. Um, we're in the process of doing uh, a user experience upgrade to the uh, extension, as well as uh, availability to the Safari Mac and iOS environment. So, Jeffrey, how did you come up with the name for the business? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, the idea of cyber was part of it, and then the whole idea of uh, AI is a tool that could be used to help uh, minimize human intervention when looking at cybersecurity, because let's face it, it's a well-known fact, it's been proven time and time again that the weakest link in any cybersecurity strategy is the human factor. I don't care whether you go to the biggest business in the world, whether you're looking at Amazon, or whether you're looking at your own personal computer, the human factor is the weakest link. Okay, and, so and, and, and so, what we try to do is introduce methods where AI can help assist in helping to make life easier. We try to do the heavy lifting for you. Um, and that's the focus of cyber AI. We have two sides of the business. We have the B2C side, which is Scamblocks and Scamblocks Plus. Um, that does B2C and B2B2C for our affiliate partner programs. And then on the B2B side is the Enterprise Pro product dealing with the privileged access credential abuse. We're in the pro pro process of developing that now. And Kyle, you uh, obviously have a big role in doing all of this. Well, so what, exactly, what exactly is Kyle's role? Kyle? Kyle is, is no, no, VP. No, let, let Kyle oh, tell us. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kyle, please. What's your role? 
my role with Cyber AI, so um, I'm all a part of business development, uh, reaching out to different prospective clients and business partners, you know, just trying to get our name there and uh, tell everyone what we're doing, um, finding the right matches, whether it's, as Jeff was saying, you know, B2B or working with clients to protect their businesses and their small their small ventures from fraud. So it's been an exciting journey just matching with people and, um, you know, and who, who does the, uh, so the programming great. and the technology development? We all, well, go ahead, Kyle, please. So. Well, well, in answer to your question, we all participate in the development and the production of, of the products. We don't have anything of a stovepipe mentality. Um, we believe in collaboration, networking, and teamwork uh, between all four of the founders. Um, and we work with our outside developers to help bring the best product that we can have to go forward. So Jeffrey, is this a business, a build to sell or a build to build? Well, a bill to sell would be nice, but that means that somebody's going to help produce an offer to get you there. But before you can get to build to sell, you have to get to build to build first. You have to build that market traction that helps to show that, yes, you have a for real product, and yes, it is something that can bring a significant change in, into how we look at personal and, and corporate cybersecurity. Okay, Kyle, talk about your customers. Who, who, who buys your products? Well, Peter, you know, it's funny because uh, I was thinking about this the other day, and really when I look at our, our customers, it's, it's a range. Uh, young, old, uh, in school, not in school, business people, you know, the, the everyday person. Um, I would say that a majority of our, of our clients that I've seen so far, though, when it comes directly to Scamblocks Plus, it's probably the youth that are dealing with all the scams on social media and e-commerce platforms like, you know, like Amazon, Kijiji, you know, of course, with the age group and demographic, they're always online. So, you know, they face the, the biggest threat. So, so far, it's been that, and it's been a real help in their um, online too. So, Kyle, if we were going to look three years down the road, would that still be the customer base, or do you see it changing? I think it potentially change well. I mean, more and more people are coming online, and with everything going on in the world, especially you know, you know, with war, everyone to take the industry in particular seriously. So I think it's gonna it's gonna grow from there because a lot of people are realizing that you know, not only subsists but the everyday person needs protection online. So it sounds like right now it's probably 80% consumer and 20% other. Is that fair to say? I would, I would say so. What do, you, what do you think, Jeff? I would say 80% consumer. And actually that other I would put into the realm of business okay. because we do have business clientele. We do have partnerships with business. Okay. So, Kyle, three years from now, do you want to flip that figure? it's 80% commercial? Uh, you know what? I think so. I think the, the, the money is in commercial only because, you know, it's hard to explain 
to individuals why they need or why they should pay attention to cybersecurity or what's in it for them. But I find from a business standpoint, when you're reaching out to people who understand business, you know, it's it's like a number thing where they phase it out to their clients and to their customers. So I believe it's easier that way. I'll uh, definitely yeah, I'll say I'm hoping maybe that we'll be a flip our benefit. Okay, Jeff, three years from today, what's the company going to look like? What's the company going to look like? Um, profitable, uh, a success. I'd like to think in three years from now, we're going to be moving to a seven-figure uh, balance sheet that's out there uh, because the product is a good product and it is a necessary product. Both sides of the business products are necessary. You can't – there's a really interesting statistic, Peter. The cost of cybersecurities – in 2017 was $600 billion. That was the global cost. That was done by McAfee, a fairly reputable organization. We, we can all agree on that, right? In 2021, Cybersecurity Ventures, a cybersecurity research firm, pointed the global costs of cyber attacks at $6 trillion USD. That's a tenfold increase in four years. That's frightening. We cannot hide behind cyber crimes anymore. We can't hide from it. It's eventually going to take over our lives. I think what you see happening now, though, is information overload on the internet. There's so many other things going on that God, God Almighty, put cyber crimes on top of that as well. People will just have a you know really hard times. Okay. Like from six hundred billion to six trillion, that's that's there's something wrong. That that tells me that the solutions today that are out there aren't doing the best that they can do. There's room for improvement. So you're a, a management team of four. You have yes. other people that are providing help to what you're doing. Yeah, well, we have mentors as well. Yes. That, that are moving on and helping to assist us in understanding business processes and business plans. Yeah. We communicate with uh, those in the industry. Do you have a board of directors or a board yes, of we advisors? Do. Yes, we do. Excellent. We have to in order to be a corporation. Okay, excellent. And what is the location? What is your website? www.cyberai.pro uh, for the business side, but that also can get you to scam blocks. But in, to get to immediately to scam blocks, it's scam blocks, S C A M B L O X dot I O. Okay. Well, the one final thing that I wanted to mention is and I, I've had other people on before. Sure. For those listeners, Jeffrey is blind and is supported by his wife, who's the one who's really in charge of the business. <laughs> um, Kyle, yeah, would you well, agree with that? Uh, yes, I, I mean, that's between us, though, Peter. <laughs> okay. um, yes, we, and again, I, I think what makes us unique is the fact that we are a small fintech startup, like everybody starts off. 
You start off with a, you know, a core group, but we're all willing to communicate. We're all willing to talk honestly and openly with each other, and we counsel each other. Uh, it's not as if I do all the talking or Suzanne does all the talking. We learn from each other, and that's the benefit of what's going to make us a success. Boy, Kyle and Jeffrey, thank you very much for your time. And I look forward to seeing you as a hit in the newspapers and in the social media. We, we appreciate the opportunity of being here. And thanks, Peter.